Listen up, real estate investors, entrepreneurs, and agents. You're in the right place. Unlocking the secrets to real estate investing and entrepreneurship. Welcome to the Titanium Vault, hosted by RJ Bates III. Here's RJ. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Titanium Vault. I'm your host, RJ Bates. Today's episode is called Rapport is Irrelevant. I'm going to explain why I feel that way, why I'm making kind of a controversial statement about building rapport with motivated sellers. And I basically feel like that's just a phrase that everybody uses too much. And really, it just isn't relevant to what we're trying to do as wholesalers and real estate investors couple things before we jump into today's episode if you're listening on itunes make sure you give us a five-star review i'm asking for those last episode i asked hey give us that five-star review we're only a handful away from getting to 100 on itunes uh we got a wave of them we still need a couple more if you're watching on youtube make sure you give us a thumbs up make sure you subscribe to the channel and hit the notification bell so you see all of our future videos all right what do I mean by rapport is irrelevant? Well, let's start off with what is rapport, okay? And so when I was thinking about this, I thought to myself, I've never actually looked at what the definition of rapport is. So I Googled it, and here is the definition of rapport straight off of Google. Rapport is a close and harmonious relationship in which the people or groups concerned understand each other's feelings or ideas and communicate well, okay? So there's a, there's a lot to dig into that definition, right? It's not a, not a real simple explanation of what rapport actually means. In comparison to what people are training and teaching newer investors, wholesalers, any sales acquisitions training seminar that I've been a part of, when they talk about rapport, it's very different than what I'm reading this definition to be, okay? What I've taken rapport to be from people that, that teach this, when they say, okay, you're doing acquisitions, you need to build rapport with the motivated seller. And what I've heard them say is, is try to make a connection with them, which on here, it says a close and harmonious relationship in which the people or groups concerned understand each other's feelings or ideas and communicate well. So I've heard people talk about when you're walking a house, say you're on an acquisitions appointment, find things in the house that you could talk about. Maybe a sports team, maybe kids, maybe pets, maybe artwork, just something in there that you can have a connection and talk about now when i'm seeing this it says understand each other's ideas or feelings and communicate well okay so when i'm saying rapport is irrelevant i'm saying that what we're being taught by the gurus and these sales seminars that form of rapport is irrelevant. I agree that rapport, according to this definition, 
is important, just not what you're being taught, okay? So I wanna dive into that a little bit more. Here are some synonyms, which if you don't know what a synonym is, it's a, another word that is similar to what we're talking about, rapport. So here's some synonyms of rapport. Agreement, compatibility, connection, harmony, and bond, okay? Now, when we're talking to a motivated seller, what is our end goal there? Our end goal is to buy a house, okay? So when we're talking about the synonyms of rapport, agreement, we are literally signing a purchase and sell agreement when we're buying a house. So building rapport, having rapport with a seller would literally mean you've come to an agreement. What is a purchase and sell agreement or a contract? It's a, it's a bond, right? That's what that is. That is a legally binding agreement that I'm agreeing to purchase the house and they are bound to sell me the house according to the terms written in that contract, okay? Compatibility. Let's talk about that for a little bit, right? We're investors and hopefully the person you're talking to is a motivated seller. They need to sell their house for whatever reason it is, whatever motivation they have. Hopefully you're compatible, right? They have a need to sell. You're solving that problem as the investor. That makes you compatible at that point in time, okay? A connection, okay? Connection could be many different things, right? You could build the connection that we're being taught about rapport where we're talking about the pet or the kids or the sports team or something in the house, something along those lines to build that connection, but does that really move us closer to the end goal of buying their house? I believe that the connection is actually made when you establish yourself as the expert in buying their house. That's where the true connection is going to be made. And that's where you're actually going to build rapport by explaining why you're going to solve their problem better than anybody else out there. Not necessarily talking about, hey, I'm a Texas Longhorns fan and they're a Texas Longhorns fan. That's really actually just completely irrelevant to me buying their house. I think it's an excuse to make us feel better that we're some kind of expert salesperson. But that's not what we're here to do that. I want to be an expert house buyer. That's what I want to be. I want to solve their problem. They are motivated to sell their house and I need to buy a house. So I want to be the expert in that. And that is where I want to make the connection. And then the other synonym is harmony. Okay. This is very similar to compatibility. I want to make sure that it's a harmonious relationship there. And the fact that we're going to come to an agreement that they're going to sell their house on a discount and I'm going to solve that problem by getting rid of the unwanted property, solving their financial distress, solving the you know, physical distress of the property, whatever it is that they have that motivation, that's where I wanna have that harmonious relationship, okay? How do we achieve rapport, okay? So 
the, the title of today's episode is rapport is irrelevant. Okay. And I go back to the idea of what people think rapport is, is irrelevant. Okay. I believe let's go back to my experience in the closers Olympics. If you haven't seen it, I suggest you go purchase the replay. I don't know how much it is. I believe it's $99.147, something along those lines, but I'll put a link uh, down in the, the show notes for you to check it out. During the Closers Olympics, one of the points that they were giving the contestants was on building rapport. Now, I remember in my first round, I didn't get a whole lot of points on building rapport. Actually, I didn't get very many points on building a rapport across the board because I was very quick to say, I want to buy your house. Are you looking to sell? That was like my opening line. My name's RJ Bates. I'm calling to see if you're interested in some 123 Main Street. Are you looking to sell? And then they would say yes. And then we just moved right into it. Okay. Now the judges felt like I did, I was just straight to the point and I wasn't trying to build a rapport at all. But when you go in and you look at the definition of rapport, what that is, okay, we are concerned, understand each other's ideas and communicate well, okay? So I want to buy your house. Are you looking to sell? Yes. Did we not understand each other? Did we not just communicate very frankly, right to the point? If I was calling and asking, how's your day? What are you doing this weekend? Are we really understanding each other? Are we actually communicating well to get to the end goal? I don't think so. I've never actually bought a house because I understood what they were doing that weekend. In fact, I feel like that's the opposite of communicating well and understanding each other's ideas and feelings. In fact, being transparent and blunt and straight to the point is actually communicating well. They knew exactly what I was calling them for. I wasn't hiding it behind anything else and trying to understand irrelevant ideas or who they are or what they were drinking on Memorial Day weekend or anything along those lines. And some of the other contestants in that, some of my best friends, some of the best guests that we've had on the Titanium Vault. I'll use my good buddy, Chris Jefferson, for an example. I love Chris. I have the most updo respect for Chris Jefferson. But during his round, he built a ton of rapport with the, the main seller that he talked to. They were talking about all kinds of things and the quote unquote rapport that you build with sellers, they had laughing, joking, but about irrelevant factors. When it finally came down to let's talk about me buying your house and you selling me your house, and he took his shot and he made the offer, she completely turned and was turned off by the offer because it was low. And to me, that was lack of rapport because he didn't communicate well, in my opinion. They didn't understand each other's ideas. See, if the seller understood 
that Chris Jefferson was calling to buy the house at an extreme discount. And they had communicated that well enough and not talked about the irrelevant ideas before. Isn't that per the definition of rapport? What needed to happen? He got points for building rapport. Again, this is where I go back to that type of rapport, in my opinion, is irrelevant to what we are trying to accomplish, which our end goal is to buy a house. It doesn't matter what they were doing that weekend. What matters is I want to buy your property at said address. Are you looking to sell? That to me, per the definition, is truly building rapport. Not talking about irrelevant BS. We're told over and over and over again, loosen them up, make them feel warm and fuzzy by talking about these other things. So let me ask you a question. We've all probably gone to a Best Buy at some point in time, right? When you walk into a Best Buy, it doesn't matter what aisles you walk down. Someone that works at Best Buy is going to come and talk to you. It drives me insane. I hate it. If I'm just going there to buy my son a video game or buy a DVD, or if I just want to go look at computers and see, are they running a deal on a computer that I can buy from my office or whatever it is, I want to just go and browse for a minute. They want to come up, talk to me. How's your day going? How can I help you? What are you looking for? Why? Because that's what they're taught. They're taught to build a rapport with me and then try to close the sale. A used car salesman, another person that tries to build a rapport unnecessarily. I've walked into Best Buy. I've gone to a car dealership. I've already made the decision that, A, I want to either buy something from Best Buy or look to buy for something from Best Buy, or I'm interested in buying a car. I don't need you to come talk to me about how my weekend's going or how am I doing or anything along those lines. Some people might enjoy that. Personally, for me, it turns me off. It makes me not want to do business with that person. But if they come up and they want to directly help me about with what I'm wanting, and if I ask them a question, so for example, now you're going to say, okay, RJ, but that's when the customer is going to Best Buy or to the car dealership. We're cold calling. We're reaching out cold. What about those scenarios? In my opinion, and I've seen this time and time again, because I've tried to build rapport the way people say to do it. If I just get to the point and tell them exactly why I'm reaching out, and why I'm on the phone, why I'm cold calling over, why I'm reaching out through text message, that right there, they will respect and they will communicate better. And that's the most important part to me of the rapport definition right here is that we're communicating well with each other. Did they know why I'm reaching out to them? Yes, that is a fact. I can promise you any seller that I reach out to knows exactly why I'm reaching out to them. Now, the last part that I want to talk about is have respect for your time and your end goal. Okay. Maybe this is something that we don't talk about enough. I'm a part of a lot of different Facebook groups, communities in the real estate investing industry. Some of them with more veteran people and some of them with newer people. One thing that I see 
over and over and over with newer people getting into this industry is, hey, can you help me run numbers on this deal? I've built great rapport with the seller, but I need to run numbers on this. What does that mean? You've built great rapport. What, you have a friendship with them now? You've built a relationship? Is that actually moving you closer to your end goal, which is you want to buy their house? To me, no, it doesn't. And maybe that's a controversial statement and completely opposite of what your current mentor is saying, someone that you spent thousands, maybe even tens of thousands of dollars has told you. But at the end of the day, what is most important is, is you're solving their problem and you're buying their house. Not getting to know them, know their kids' names, know their pets' names, or anything like that. It's did you did you communicate well enough that they know what you're wanting to do and you understand their needs? That to me is what is relevant in this. Not building this mythical rapport where suddenly we have a friendship and we like each other. To be quite frank, I don't really care if any of the sellers like me personally. What I want to know is, is am I going to get their signature on a purchase and sell agreement at the price that I need to get it at? That is the most important part because that is my duty to my company, to my family, and to myself. I have respect for my time. I'm not going to stay on the phone for an hour building this mythical rapport that is needed not it is not needed to solve their problem some of the best deals i've ever done i was on the phone with the seller for less than 10 minutes or we were never even on the phone everything was done through either email or text message depending on the lead source some of the best deals that way why because i was quick efficient, communicated well, and that was truly building a rapport. I was compatible with them. It was a harmonious relationship. We came to an agreement and then we made a bond. Those are the synonyms of rapport. Truly look at this definition one last time. A close and harmonious relationship in which the people or groups concerned understand each other's feelings or ideas and communicate well. A harmonious relationship. I wanna buy your house, you wanna sell your house? Yes, it's one question. In which the people or groups concerned understand each other's feelings or ideas. I need to buy your house on a discount. Are you willing to sell on a discount? Yes, two questions. And then communicate well, be very clear with their offer. I'm going to offer you X amount of money. I will close in this time frame. There will be no commissions and I will cover the closing costs. Do you come to an agreement? Yes. That, all of that right there fits right into the actual definition of rapport. If the judges of the Closers Olympics, mentors, people that sell, sells education programs disagree that's okay i'm frankly just looking at the actual definition of rapport and i'm saying your rapport is irrelevant 
this is what I want when I build a rapport. I've come to an agreement and now I have a bond with the seller. I hope you agree. I hope you got something out of this. I hope it makes you more efficient in your business and it leads to you being more profitable. That's what I want. If you enjoyed today's episode, you're watching on YouTube, again, make sure you give us a thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe to the channel and hit the notification bell. And again, if you're watching on iTunes, remember I only accept five-star reviews. Make sure you leave us one. And oh, by the way, if you've made it this far, we're now available on Audible. Just search the Titanium Vault or RJ Bates III. You can listen to us on Audible, download all the episodes. Make sure you follow us on there so you get a notification every time I upload a new podcast. Thank you, guys. See you all next week. Thanks so much for listening to the Titanium Vault with your host, RJ Bates III. For more info and to stay up to date, visit www.podcast.thetitaniumvault.com and on facebook.com slash thetitaniumvault. If you enjoyed the episode, please rate and review, and we'll catch you next time on the Titanium Vault.